Um, The Commute. Week three. Uh, episode three. W3E3. So there's only going to be four episodes this week. I hadn't really realized I was getting a uh, an actual day off. But I'm getting a day off on uh, Friday. Which will be spent um, doing housework, I would think. And if I can get it set up some some computer chores. I was listening to the Mac Power Users podcast last night on the way home um, because their latest episode is about Windows at Work, PC at Home. And that's, what am I saying? Windows at Work, Mac at Home. And that is sort of the situation I'm in. And you would think iPads with, there's an awesome VNC app called Screens. You know, you'd think that there would be a solution based on a tablet. And there might very well be a solution that's usable, but it would be for Surface. It would be for something that has a mouse or a trackball or a trackpad. Because this was a problem with the um, Log Me In app, Log Me In Ignition. This was a problem with uh, the Screens VNC app. It's a problem with every VNC app, uh, some more than others. It's the problem with. I'm trying to think if I tried any other um, remote desktop type stuff from my iPad, and I can't think of any. It's just not that good of an experience between Windows and, and well, on the, on the tablets, it's just not that good of an experience. Though occasionally I'll find an app that, or I'll find a website that somehow has functionality built in for um, the sort of remote login uh, and using it through a remote login screen. It's very weird. Uh, but it's cool because that one app kind of works for a second. But, and I've used Log Me In between uh, Macs, and that works great. Windows, um, well, it might actually be Log Me In breaking stuff. Because they, when they went, were going to be very expensive instead of free, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, they got rid of their browser plugins, and they have you use a dedicated app. And I'm going to try that today to see if it works a little bit better. Um, Wednesday mornings, I have been trying to do the Wednesday morning movie. Uh, just because it's my late start morning, and I thought I would be able to pretty easily do a uh, 70 to 90 minute movie, and today I did Detour, which was 67 whole minutes, and it just, I woke up late because I was tired, and so I got started a little late, so there was, there's stuff I need to do, um, 
with the indexing that I might remote in and do. So I'll try that. Uh, log me in app. But I didn't get to the remote control section of the Mac Power Users um, podcast yet. Instead, yeah, I just, it, I only had a chance to start it and they didn't talk about any specifics yet. But they did touch on the whole thing of you used to have to bring a USB drive to work and now you have the cloud. And that's very true. Um, there's still things you need to remember that you need to, you know, if you're downloading a file from Dropbox to edit it, you need to re-upload it. But also, this I think is the reason that step of inconvenience is not that excessively inconvenient is because in my experience um, the computers in my workplace ate flash drives the more you used a flash drive in one of these computers the more likely it was to die which having a document open on it and working on it you likely would end up sooner than later with a dead flash drive and losing all that document work. I used to have, oh, I think it was an Amazon S3 script um, running. I can't remember the name of the app. The, the one with the boat, that ARC. I used to have an ARC script um, to whenever the flash drive was available, like the one I would take between work and home, whenever it was available, it would upload it to Amazon S3 just so I would have a um, daily or twi- uh, bi-daily backup because I, I figured I'd lose it eventually. So, Mac Power uses, what else have I been, what else have I been doing? So. I started reading uh, Firestorm for the the series comic on Comics Fondle. Comics Fondle has four posts a day, two new comics, which is um, in the last two uh, weeks of release, for the most part, and one uh, um, retro of some sort or another ranging from retro is really my slot for a story arc or a miniseries I'm doing Mice Templar I'm doing Punisher and that Punisher will either segue into uh, Punisher as a top level uh, feature but it might just stay I'll do a Punisher uh, arc every, every couple months but I decided to do Firestorm as the feature I Firestorm and Swamp Thing were the two big long runs of my late teens that I went back and rediscovered. And um, I avoided doing... This is the silly part about how Comics Fondle works is I avoided doing Firestorm last year because I'd just done Swamp Thing and I didn't want to do too much DC. I wanted to be more uh, 
uh, even, evenly distributed for all those readers I have, uh, which amounts to 22 a day. 22 readers a day on Comics Fondle. And I know three of them. <laughs> so, it's very, it's, it's, it's very silly. Um, Comics Fondle is very silly how I treat it with... I mean, even uh, the stop button... You know, I, I lost probably a quarter of my readers when I stopped doing daily posts on the stop button. Um, but I still have a lot of other, you know, I, the, the remaining um, 75% is solid. You know, I mean, it's very solid. It's when you're not well, when I'm not trying to understand uh, how to get more readers, so to speak, uh, when I'm not trying to trying to force readership uh, through screener reviews or there was one movie that for whatever reason I got into IMDB, really early, like nobody else had an external review, and I cannot remember what it was. It might have been Captain America, uh, or it was something else. But usually those wait until Monday morning. I mean, doing a Saturday post on the stop button, which I'm doing now, because I'm just posting as I watch with no backlog. You know, this was, this is a new thing for me. Because, basically, I'm very bad at, um, um, growing an audience I'm very bad at typing into tapping into whatever zeitgeist there is and getting readership for it Um, I'm just not good at it It's, it's a very good thing I'm not in charge of this somewhere because uh, I think I am A, a divisive or not divisive I think I'm enough of an outlier as far outlier as far as my interests that I, I just can't predict um, it's because I don't read movie blogs, really. I mean, that would be one really obvious reason I can't figure out how to grow an audience is because between a full-time job, um, actual outside interests being married um, it's just not it's uh, the outside interests are I don't know if I've ever broken it down on on the um, on the 
mute, but the time commitment for the stop button is about 20 hours a week when I was running it for the last two years. Three years, the way I was running it for the last three and a half years, it was about 20 hours a week. Um, the time commitment on Comics Fondle is about oh, 16 hours, maybe. Because um, you gotta, there's all the consumption time. And in hindsight, if I had the stop button to do all over again from scratch starting in 2004 or 2005, um, I would have uh, started with constraints right off. I would have, um, possibly made, um, essays a special thing, but a friend of mine once said this about, um, I'm, I'm paraphrasing and misremembering. But he said that the way the stop button used to be written before the length constraint, um, there was an, a colloquial aspect of it where I would uh, explain why someone should I was an authority to be listened to in each post and that there was a a good amount of film knowledge defined and described and delineated and some other D word which I don't do anymore and Is that good? Is that bad? I don't know. I mean, doing the retrospects, I feel like it's kind of bad. But... I I don't think it's feasible for a site as big as the stop button. I've been coming across a blog called... 2,500 movies before I die or something. And it's like a... uh, That kind of constraint would have... Seasons, like a season constraint... (coughs) Excuse me. This is what will be read on the stop button, or watched on the stop button. Back at the beginning, that might have made sense. Um... Back when the stop button was growing readers, back in the heyday of blogging when people read 
blogs regardless of sort of content, uh, sort of genre. It's very interesting that as social networks have grown, um, the internet has become less social. Um, and there's a reason for that. I mean, in the beginning of blogging, there was a certain uh, technological wherewithal required, uh, computer knowledge required. Uh, when when you when you think about it, GeoCities required more uh, computer know-how than most things today. So, this would be your um, I've heard multiple anecdotes from professors about how you know 5 to 10% of your students are awesome you know 30% of them suck and the other 60% is just there. They're just there. On the internet, it seems more like 60% suck. Um, Maybe 30% are okay and 10% are great. Maybe, but that's probably being generous. And it's, it's, just because of it's kind of like on the Wikipedia slope I guess you'd say that you know these things that have the best intentions the internet doesn't build anything as a community anymore I mean when you think about the possibilities of it, its ability to bring people together and things, it's just, eh, to some degree, I think that the lack of curated, um, everything is too commercial, would be one way of putting it. And so using the internet is kind of like watching this Hyundai try to get around a garbage truck on a one-lane street. Uh, no. You, it, it's... Waxing on about the internet now. Um, for example, I used Flipboard today because I was having my breakfast and I have a, a dining room table now. And I was having my breakfast alone, and I, I brought up my Twitter feed in, in um, please go on the sidewalk, please go on the sidewalk, Andre. Um, I brought up my Twitter feed in Flipboard, and I was, I was reading the links in there, because I don't tend to read links a lot, because I don't check Twitter in anything that attractively presents links. Um, and... There's a certain... I have to buy into the, the Flipboard thing. 
and it's different from the other thing I have to buy into for this presentation of information, which is very different from curated Yahoo lists, which is very different from... See, I think that... um, Everybody's going toward automation. Yahoo News, that app that finds you news articles and shrinks them down from the AP. Um, Google has something like that. A big company making a stab at curated... um, news would be cool but whatever it probably will never ever happen news and, and, and feature posts and things like that that'll probably never happen um, we're even moving away from the obnoxious paper.li thing going on where everybody was supposed to have their own news article or news magazine of their interests except really you can't do that daily. You need a mag... Whatever. Um, so this this is not the last episode of The Commute for the week. Why are there so many people here? Why? This is crazy. Um, tomorrow will be the, the final episode of The Commute and for the week. And... Um, It'll be subtitled, I couldn't find a parking space, so I had to drive around for 20 minutes. And so, yeah, so tomorrow will be the the last episode of the the commute for the week. Not sure if I'll have anything else to talk about. I think I had other things to talk about. I don't think I even got to the point uh, I was trying to make about Firestorm was that it actually, uh, you know... I wasn't 100% right in my memory of, <coughs> excuse me, how well Swamp Thing did. The Nancy A. Collins run was a real disappointment, and the Doug Wheeler run was a lot worse than I remembered it. I mean, I remembered it being mediocre. But the um, the Firestorm, Jerry Conway opening it up, even with Pat Broderick, it's working out. So, for Wednesday, this has been The Commute. If I can get my phone to turn on so I can stop recording. Nope. Nope. This is embarrassing. Yeah. If you have an iPhone 5S and you actually can use the uh, touch lock thing, that'd be awesome. I can't. 23 minutes in. Wow, that's not bad. Okay.